so that people couldn't sneak into Smith's when they ran into difficulties, read up on a couple of tips, then dash back home again to finish the job. There was a nasty moment when I was paying for it, involving Chloe on the till, holding the book up in the air, and shouting at top volume down the store, Bryony, how much is the sex book? Barcode won't scan. But eventually, I'd carried it home, in my fingertips like a hot coal, and wrapped it in cool blue shiny paper, releasing a tense breath once it was finally sheathed. A small part of me half expected the steamy photo on the front to burn through the wrapping paper like the lost Ark of the Covenant, leaving a naked body-shaped scorch mark on the outside. I'd grinned as Adam opened it earlier, hoping he'd get the joke. I thought it was absolutely hilarious that someone had written a book about it, and more than that, that somewhere people were actually sitting down and reading it. Oh, look at this one, Stephen. Do you think we could manage that? Oh, I don't know, Barbara. I've got that presentation tomorrow. What else is there? For crying out loud, people, stop reading books about it and do it. Adam looked at me quizzically once he'd unwrapped it. Wow, um, you trying to tell me something, Gracie? I broke eye contact as I answered. No, no, of course not. But don't you think it's hysterical? I mean, imagine Steve and Barb in bed together, flicking through the pages. Who are they? I frowned. No, no one, just imaginary people. I'm just pretending. Oh, right. He opened the book at a random page and read in silence for a few moments. Very interesting, he concluded, then closed it and laid it on the table. It practically sizzled when it touched the surface. Thank you very much. I was disappointed. He had completely missed the joke. You're welcome. If I'm completely honest, I was also hoping he might read it. The couple on the front looked like they were having such a tremendous time, and I so wanted to experience that. Even though we'd been married an entire year, or only a year, whichever way you look at it, Adam and I did not partake of the old horizontal refreshment all that frequently. From what I'd seen in magazines and films, newlyweds were supposed to be at it like they were stuffing turkeys every day, with great big grins on their faces and sweaty, shiny bodies. But this was not my own experience. Hardly ever was closer to my magic number. Of course, films are fiction, and those magazine interviewees could have been exaggerating, knowing that what they said was going to become public knowledge. They probably were. Their mates would see it. But even allowing for that, I still felt shortchanged. My present was a gorgeous bunch of carnations, with guaranteed freshness for seven days. I'd put them in a vase immediately, and placed them in the centre of the table. Lovely. Thank you. He'd smiled, pleased with my reaction. No problem. Shall we eat? We haven't won on the lottery again. I never expect to, and would be happy to stop doing it altogether. It seems so greedy when we already have so much. But Adam always wants me to buy a ticket on the way home. It's fun, he says. Something for us to enjoy together. I'm completely in favour of that, so I oblige, week after week, stopping in at the newsagents on the corner of our street on my walk home from town every Friday. The bloke behind the counter recognises me now and has started to preempt my request with a still-not-one-then remark. 
it irritates me probably more than it should. After the lottery results, we watch a cheerful film about a man whose daughter is kidnapped and sold into prostitution, and then we decide to call it a night. I'm in the kitchen, finishing off the clearing up, and as I'm wiping down the tiles behind the sink, I remember suddenly Adam's text from earlier. He hasn't been in here since then, so his phone must still be over on the counter by the kettle. I could have a very quick look at the preview, just to find out who it's from. I won't actually open it and read it. I'll literally just look at the name. Of course, the first part of the message will be visible in the preview as well anyway, so it won't matter if I read that bit. Anyone could see it as it's on display, so it can't be that private, and I won't be able to help it. I glance up at the kitchen door, listen carefully for a few seconds, and hearing nothing, I move quickly over to the kettle and start hunting around.